Today's episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from Aussie gifts to flashing gifts with over 2 million downloads. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Mikey, the audio engineer. Hi. And as always, my power bottom commanding lieutenant moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. We've got a great show this week. Coming up, the debate this week is, should we harvest organs from prisoners? Big, big topic. Big ethical dilemma. And then we'll round it out with some headlines at the end of the show. But first, please welcome to the show our esteemed guest this week, the amazing animator, voiceover actor, Lyle McDouchebag. Lyle, welcome to the show. I I just wandered in here by accident. I didn't know I was even supposed to be here. We'll take whoever walks in through the door. You got really? that look on your face like you don't know where you are right now. Uh, absolutely. Lyle is blown away by the Madcast Media Studios. Uh, high ceilings. Yeah, very high ceilings here. We don't fuck around with the yeah. ceilings. Yeah, usually with my weird sleep paralysis monster proportions, I can like reach up and touch them, so... Out of my element here. Lyle, you are a very tall man. Gangly, and, but, yes. But more important than your height is what you're, you're famous for your animations, which if you guys have been on the internet, it's this thing uh, you, you can hop online on a computer and uh, talk to other people, whatever. You have probably seen some of Lyle's animations. Yes, the World Wide Web. You go way back, old from from the old uh, Newgrounds days, right? Yeah, I've been doing this since uh, about like 2007, so I've been floating around. Yeah, what's oh, you're coming up on ten years now, right? Yeah, yeah. it's ten. Don't it's your ten me. year. Yeah, ten year anniversary. And then you you were famous for the Machinima series you did, the Sanity Not Included animation. Oh yes, way, way back in the. Well, God, it's so weird because people are like, I watched that show when I was fourteen, and now I can drink, and I'm like, oh God. Like, in my mind, I'm still, like, 17, 18, something like that, so it's like, uh, that's hard for me to process. Oh, dude, I mean, me and Maddox get that shit all the time. <laughs> dude, I grew up on you! I'm like, dude, you're fucking, you're like, you graduated high school last week, dude. You didn't grow up on anything. You're growing up, man. Well, I, I find a lot of uh, young people come up to me and they say, hey, man, I, I uh, found your website when I was a kid. I'm like, you are a kid. You're, like, 18. And he's, uh, the, you know, they inevitably say that they found my website when they were 12. And the first time I noticed this phenomenon was on book tour for The Alphabet of Manliness. This kid came up to me in New York. This guy was probably, you know, people say, oh, man, I'm your biggest fan. Outside of myself, because I am my own biggest fan, outside of myself, this kid might have been. uh, Because he came up to me and he said, first of all, he looked like he was maybe 13, 14 years old. I'm like, how... How long ago did you find my website? He goes, uh, a couple years ago when I was 12. And I said, why were you reading my website as a 12-year-old? And he said, because as a 12-year-old, the first thing you search for on the internet is almost always the best page in the universe. So so all these kids are coming across my website and reading it. And this kid recited like every single article of mine, shit that I'd forgotten that I'd written. And he knew quotes and he knew statistics and figures. He even knew my hidden web page, which is, uh, you know, some of my fans snoop around and they find hidden pages that I don't link to on my website. He even knew about those. So yeah. I, I imagine that a lot of your your fans found you. Uh, absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of fans that'll do that to me where they'll like quote something and I'll be like, that's funny. And they'll be like, you wrote it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really <laughs> arrogant then. <laughs> Lyle, one of my favorite animations on your channel is, uh, it, it's called Grandma Comes to Visit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the few that gets stolen and circulated all the time. 
Well, that's it's not just that though. You had it. You had a tweet that went super viral recently, the Big Bang Theory one, and yeah. I have it. I have it here. You guys have probably seen this. I didn't know it was you until I was looking doing research and I found it on your website. But listen to this. Here is the here is the tweet. You guys have probably heard this. The fate of Doctor Who's TARDIS will be decided by a Game of Thrones inspired death match on the battlefield of Thundercats versus Transformers. Fuck you! <laughs> Where was the joke? He just fucking named a bunch of shit. How is this comedy? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why? I remember seeing that on Twitter. It wasn't from your account, unfortunately. Someone had stolen it and re-uploaded it and that sort of thing. But it went super viral, right? Yeah, I, actually, my own repost or my own post of that is like sitting at something, something stupid. It's like the most viral thing I've ever done, which is a little bit annoying. Yeah, but uh, no, there's actually a story behind that tweet. Um, that that anger is actually so i don't just like sit around and watch the big bang theory right uh as, as so many people critical of that tweet have uh have been like why why are you watching it i i was watching it on a on a plane like i was stuck in a plane with it so <laughs> i actually recorded that like two days afterwards because for like two days I kept thinking about that joke and how like frustrating it was. Yeah. Like it bothered me. <laughs> so that is like genuine anger, but it's like a festering genuine anger. Oh yeah. But it's it's like I had that exact reaction when I saw it. Well, not not like literally to scream, but internally, I was just like, ah. it, I I think that 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 moment in the show is it, it it like it speaks for itself. Like the joke there almost isn't even that I'm screaming at it. It's just how bad the joke is and by the way that that moment is not any better in context like <laughs> they clearly wrote that line and then went backwards and just wrote like four or five lines before it so that they could say that line yeah it was a retrofitted joke with some references yeah do you ever have those jokes when you were a kid where it's like oh there's a foreign kid and he sees this on tv he sees superman and he says i'm superman and then like at the end of the joke the punchline is just he says all the things in like some in inappropriate situation. Right. Yeah. It's like that kind of joke. Yeah. So in context, it's exactly the same. Big Bang Theory is frustrating and infuriating. But I want to talk about something less so. Uh, your animation, I, I mentioned it just a second ago, but the grandma comes to visit. So the premise of this, this sketch, this animation, is that this, uh, the dad comes up to the kid's room. He's like, hey, your grandma's coming to visit. And she's super allergic to anything that has had human semen on it. <laughs> so she can't touch it at all. Uh, that's just the setup for it. Uh, I want to play this clip because it's uh, it's one of my favorites. Listen to this. Hey there, son. I'm sending your grandmother up to your room. D Why? Be on your best behavior. Oh, and don't let her touch anything that's ever had human semen on it. She's very allergic. Oh, hello, Jason. Uh, hi, Grandma. I see you've got one of those newfangled computer devices. Oh, it's very nice. Grandma, Grandma, don't you you don't want to touch that keyboard. It's um a uh, display model. I I better just put that you know oh, away somewhere. Uh, look at this. Huh? Why this is just the nicest picture of your sister. Wait, Grandma, no! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I need love. And, and so the the it escalates from there, and it turns out like everything in the room is covered with with semen, and she falls down on the floor at one point. And her face starts to melt, and he, yeah, and the kid's dad is like holding her like a baby, like what have you done? Well, I mean, like a, a teenage boy's room is like the fucking lion's den for that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't want to take a blacklight to that shit. I read this post on Reddit a long time ago. I don't know if it's real, but this kid got a message from his parents saying that their cat had died. 
And the reason is because uh, they thought that the cat had some kind of weird like kidney disease or something because it kept peeing around the house. So they went to the doctor and uh, the doctor prescribed some some really some antibiotics or something and then gave it more antibiotics. And they the way they found that the cat was peeing everywhere is they had a black light. And they were going, they were going through the house with a black light, and they found in the kids' room where the cat hung out and slept mostly near the end, of the foot of the bed, there was like this huge, like a ton of like you know, uh, black light stuff that was detected. Right, the, the kids' crusties, and they thought the cat was still peeing in the in the house, and they kept like increasing the the uh, the the antibiotic dose until finally Wait, the doctor's like, we got to put the cat down because it's not getting any better. <laughs> so they killed this kid's cat because he jerked. Off too much. <laughs> That's one of my favorite stories. I hope I hope it's real. If I man, if I had a dollar for every animal that's died from me jerking off. <laughs> but before we move on, I should also mention that joining us this week again is our very special guest, President Donald Trump. Thank you, Maddox. Yeah, it's thank, good to be here. Thank you. He's always sitting in the corner so quietly on a stool. I love my Skittles. What he didn't can even I say? know he was here. Yeah. yeah. Misleading. Misleading? What do you mean by that, Maddox? <laughs> I, I don't mean anything by that, Mr. Trump. I think I you d- mean a lot of things and you're not telling us. Mr. Trump, you just have a very loud and rambunctious personality. People wouldn't think that you would be able to sit quietly. You need to learn how to pick your adjectives, Maddox. Okay, that's, uh, that's correct. What Maddox means to say is that even the biggest egos on earth are dwarfed by his own. Big ego, my ass. This is That's stupid. Right. Bullshit. It's I'm not turning bullshit. around in my chair. Talk oh. to me later. Oh, Mr. Tr- Mr. Trump, his feelings are hurt. Yes. Uh, and, and also, before we move on, I should say, our very own Rucka Rucka Ali, mm-hmm. this is, this is a, a real treat, because every now and then, Rucka has a new song, and he wants to debut it on the show. Yeah. And I'm super excited to hear these, because Rucka keeps these secret from everyone including me, up until the time I hear them for the first time on the show. In, a while ago, he did one about Armenians to the tune of the Power Rangers theme song called Bro Bro, I'm Armenian. An amazing okay. song. The best tribute, the biggest tribute, the best tribute in history to Armenians. And there have been many. Uh, outside of myself. Right. I'm Dozens the biggest tribute. Even, yeah. Right. yeah. Without further ado, here's Rucka Rucka's new song. Do you want to set anything up for this? Uh, you know, I mean, we've discussed the iPhone versus Android thing here. Yeah. I, I mean, I use an iPhone mostly just because it looks cool and mm-hmm. it matches my iMac and my iPad. And yeah. like, and I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. I don't have time to play on my fucking phone all day. Oh, the Android does all these cool things. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, like the iPhone has one button. Back. You open the app and then you go back and that's it. The, the Android has... Home button, yeah. back button, and triangle. Yeah, triangle. Triangle that's, is the back button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Triangle. That's... It is the back button, shithead. Our own Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful, uh, yeah. the, one of the shows on this network, he recently had a meltdown because he got the Google Pixel phone and hated it. And so he sent it back. He hated it so much, and he's going back to the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. you know, we might not always agree on the iPhone, but... Uh, I am nothing if not a capitalist, and if there is an opinion out there, I'm going to exploit it and and sell it to the masses. So let's uh, let's hear this song, and I'll, let's test it on you. You're the ultimate Android fanboy. Let's see uh, let's see how you feel about this. All right, song. here it is. Here's the song. Without further ado, my friend's got an iPhone and he hates that shit. He tells me every day. He says, man, I'm down to 22% and I just charged all day. He syncs up his Mac with his iPad and iPhone, deletes his fucking 
Listen, the iPhone, I made that argument a while back about Apple in, in general being being gay. And because for a while in the mid 2000s, mid, uh, you know, mid uh, probably around like 2005, 2006, something like I, I felt like it was more cool to be gay than straight. Like it was, uh, you know, metrosexual was in that sort of thing. So I wrote this little uh, essay and I talked about how I feel like I don't I'm not cool enough to own an iPhone. iPhone is cool. It's very stylish. Yeah. Look, you're not gay enough to have one. Yeah. Bottom line is this. With the uh, with the iPhone, look, it's it's fine. It's a cool platform. Apple's cool, but uh, uh, and I have nothing against that. I just like to be productive. That's why I, ha- I have an Android. Ooh, so you yeah, well, you right. know, if you like that song, it should be on iTunes and Apple Music this week. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. We'll link and also to it. for uh, you know on Google whatever Google Play Google Play. All, that's all right, you Androids out there. Man, Jesse P.S. from Podawful hated everything Android. He hated everything about it. Uh, I feel like people who make the switch from Apple to Android. Once they get to know the way that Android works and you, all the features and stuff, it's like looking into the future, guys. Your phone, your your iPhone is going to have these features in the next two or three years. You know, uh, wireless charging, infrared, that sort of thing. All, all the things, that, uh, waterproof phones, those existed for two years before it, they came out with, you know, the Apple version of it. Uh, moving on, though, we should talk about the debate from last week, guys. Lyle, last week we debated whether or not you can assault someone with a GIF. Because the journalist, Kurt Eichenwald, was sent a GIF, one of those strobing, flashing GIFs, right? Because he's prone to seizures. Did he have one? He did have a seizure. Oh, shit. That's right. And the guy who sent it to him said, I hope you get a seizure. And then he sent it to him. And then his wife came. And then, of course, like he opened the email. He got a seizure. His wife came home, found him on the floor. And then she said, you gave my husband a seizure and we're going to get you. 
and they did. They went to the FBI and they tracked this guy down. And this guy went through all these hoops to try to mask himself too, like to to, to conceal his identity. And they still tracked him down. And he got arrested. So how long did the guy look at the gift for? I don't know. I don't know how long it takes. But uh, well, I got an idiot. Like he was sitting. Yeah, there was just he like, like yeah, I'll show you. To show him. <laughs> oh, you want to show? Come on, come on, tough guy. Seize me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your what's your gut feeling? Is it is it assault? Can you assault someone with a gift? I. Before I heard that anecdote, I would have said absolutely fucking not. Yeah. That kind of blurs the line a little bit. Well, the audience voted by 73%. No. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. Of course, it's assault because the guy got arrested for it. The FBI doesn't just fuck around here. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it like hurt his feelings, which is obviously assault, right? It's like a, an aggression, a microaggression. Yeah. Was there? An, okay. Wait. What was his exact phrasing? Did he say, "I hope you get a seizure," or was there an no, insult in there? Because if there's if there's an insult in there, then it's assault. No, you it was insult, assault. They sound pretty similar, don't they? Yeah. Uh, they do. Uh, and it was not one of those situations. It was not a situation where the, he just insulted him, and it was one of the, like the guy actually did get a seizure, and his wife wasn't home, so I don't think he intentionally got a seizure to try to get this guy in trouble because his wife found him on the floor. I'm uh, saying there's a window that we're never gonna know about with this with the situation because what really went down? Mikey was not on board with that with the with the side of the argument that it w- it could be assault, right? His wife walked in on the um on the results, yeah, and, and did not see the process. Yeah, she did not see the process. She did not see that coming. And then last week we also had the debate about John Wayne and whether or not John Wayne was soft, which I thought he was. I think John Wayne is soft as fuck. Yeah, I could I could mash his little head. Put a, yeah, mm. he's a doughy he's a doughy yeah. guy. And I put it to the debate. I asked, "Do you think John Wayne is soft?" And with sixty two percent, the audience said, "No, <laughs> idiots. You guys are morons." John, I thought maybe I was wrong, right? Because every time I have a room full of people disagreeing with me, as it was the case last week, I think, okay. Maybe I got something wrong. I'm going to double check and I'm going to look look up John Wayne pictures. I'm going to look up old John Wayne photos, old movies. Maybe he was really hard and chiseled when he was younger. Nope. Guess what? Still doughy. He's doughy. He's pasty. He's the Pillsbury Doughboy of Cowboys. Dude. He's the Pillsbury Cowboy. That's what. That's who he is. John Wayne is the Pillsbury Cowboy. They didn't have bow flex. They didn't have yoga. They didn't have, I'm not, not that you need yoga. I'm saying they didn't have all the things that we have nowadays. Leave John Wayne alone, Maddox. Yeah, you know what they had back in the day? They had fucking lassos and horses and uh, oh, the actual bales of hay. Yeah, bales of hay that you had to lift with your hands. You know who's a real fucking badass who's chiseled out of wood and stone is Clint Eastwood. There's yeah, a guy who's got hard. That squint, right? He's got the squint. Clint Eastwood looks like he's made of wood. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's still as yeah. an old man. As an old man, he still looks like he could kick my ass. And John Wayne just got doughier and pudgier and paler. And wider as he got older, till the till the very end, he just looked like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Ooh. But speaking of John Wayne, here's a voicemail. See what this caller thinks. Oh my God, I'm so glad you talked about John Wayne this week because I can finally tell somebody this story and have it heard. Okay, so my grandmother, who has been deceased for many years now, used to tell a story about a friend of hers who got divorced. Uh, from her husband. They were married for a long time. And one day, her friend was like, yeah, we're getting divorced. I found out he was cheating on me. And she finally just was, like, kind of pestering her about why, who was he cheating with? Why Why were they cheating, you know? And apparently, she, my foul-mouthed grandmother 
told me that her friend walked in on her husband getting his dick sucked by none other than John Wayne. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I don't know why my grandma would make that up. But do with that information what you will. And also punch a Nazi. Yeah, punch a Nazi. How about that, guys? John Wayne sucking a dick. I was convinced that was going to go the route of, so my grandma fucked John Wayne. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> that, that's where I thought that was going. No. John Wayne giving a, a blowjob. What a twist. Uh-huh. That's a huge twist. Now, that's an interesting call because it, it is one of those things where your grandma would not just make something up like that, right? Your grandma, out of nowhere, wouldn't just offer information You're about You're just going to trust some guy's grandma? Yeah. Like, they're they're incapable of lying because they're a grandma? <laughs> well, if she's known for that sort of thing, telling tall tales about that sort of shit, but why specifically John Wayne and why... Sucking a dick, and also her friend getting divorced. I think all those things add up. It's too specific to not be real. It's too specific. Why John Wayne? I'm I'm gonna jump in on this. Old people get like irrational hatred of like celebrities. It's yeah. weird, but I feel like every old person has at least like one weird irrational celebrity hatred. I can see that. We might yeah. have that in our generation too. I yeah, I yeah, think probably. Does. That's just getting old, I think. I mean, I hate, I've always hated tons of celebrities, but I would never accuse one of sucking dick if, if it wasn't true. That's because you're not 90 years old yet. Yeah, that, that, that's like the, the old school, like, internet slander. It's, <laughs> I, I once knew Barry Manilow, and he, by the way, did you guys, did you guys know that Barry Manilow wasn't openly gay? I, I just I, found I just that found out. that out, too, yeah. <laughs> I just... <laughs> He came out with this big statement. Is like, and he's been married to his husband for forty years. And he came out with this big statement. Is like, oh yeah, I felt brave enough to come out in twenty seventeen. It's like, I didn't know there was a closet. Yeah, Barry Manilow has a (laughs) mixtape. Well, anyway, uh, John Wayne, uh, you heard it here first, guys. We are breaking this story. John Wayne was a was closeted gay. I think. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Great source too. Yeah, the guy's grandma. I don't think the guy's grandma would. The guy who we don't know called in and quoted his grandma who we yeah. also don't know for some reason i feel like she's credible i'm gonna go with that yeah okay uh, so he, also, he feels like it's credible that's yeah yeah that's the source he's got yeah. a grandma feeling yeah so also also lyle last week we talked about uh movies and my theory on how you should watch movies backwards from the most recent sequel to the first because the sequels are always worse right and and i've watched shrek 3 and i liked it no one else did because everyone's like comparing it to the better originals right so if you watch the sequels first and then you go backwards the movies are going to get better and you're going to enjoy them more i guess that depends on the if it's sequential or not i guess with something like shrek it doesn't fucking matter if you've seen the first one yeah yeah i guess that's I guess right it, would, it doesn't matter what, it, what would it spoil i guess it i guess it would spoil that she's an ogre at the end sorry for all of you who didn't want shrek one spoiled i still haven't seen shrek one fuck <laughs> well, you've seen Shrek 3, so you already know. I don't... I, I forgot. I didn't know. I just assumed everyone was always an ogre. But here's a call. This guy might might agree with you, Lyle. Listen to this guy. Hey, Maddox. Guess who? I just had something to add to uh, your podcast about these uh, movies that you're watching uh, back to front and, uh, like, just how ridiculous that shit is. Uh, to say, like, you watch, like, Die Hard 4 first and to try to play this off as some kind of tactical or strategy for superiority it's kind of like when you wake up in the morning and you eat a big pile of dog shit to make sure that the rest of the food that day is just gonna taste better and better is is about the logic level that you're working there fuck you yeah no fuck you all right here's the thing about this caller all right this guy's an idiot 
Um, he said it's like waking up and eating dog shit to start your day because the rest of the day will get better. Hey, dipshit, there's actually already that theory out there. It's called eat a frog. It's a Mark Twain quote. Here it is. Mark Twain once said that if the first thing you do each morning is eat a live frog, you can go through the rest of the day with the satisfaction of knowing that that is probably the worst thing that is going to happen to you all day long. That's an actual Mark Twain quote and theory. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Why don't you name some of the Mark Twain books you've read? I don't have to. Okay. I've read all of them. Oh. I've read plenty of Mark Twain books. Plenty of parts of them. You know what? This is not the podcast about Mark Twain. Well, don't act like, oh, the Mark Twain. Well, look, I know some Mark Twain quotes. That was one of them, and it's eat a frog. And look, he's not saying literally eat a frog or maybe he is but the point is Mm -hmm. that if you do the worst thing first yeah everything else you'll look forward to because you've already gotten it out of the way and that's what i'm doing i'm eating the shitty sequels i saw die hard 4 before i saw die hard 1 and guess what i fucking loved i thought die hard 4 was a good movie and then i saw die hard 1 i'm like whoa this is so much better is die hard 4 the one where he kills the helicopter with the car and then the guy (laughs) bangs his daughter at the end is that yeah that sounds about right that one that one's four yeah okay (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, here's another caller. This guy's, um, we got the, uh, this Aussie calling in about Domino's. Listen to this guy. Oi, fuck that burger slipping caller. This is Domino's Aussie. Oi, that fucking caller before saying that I'm a piece of shit because I'm defending Domino's. Go fuck yourself. And by the way, uh, fucking Maddox, I was like real happy and defending you and shit until you mentioned probably one of the worst things that crippled my little Aussie hard. It triggered me hardcore. He said you're like thin crust. I didn't know I was talking to a pussy who eats water crackers. Motherfucker, the best crust ever is just the classic, that middle in-between crust. That classic crust is fucking perfection. And if you're going to tell me that you like thin crust, well, then you're a piece of fucking shit because there's no such thing as a good thin crust. You're eating a water cracker. Don't you ever say again. But you're in the bad books now. I used to like you, Maddox. All right, I, I hate Rucker, but now I actually like Rucker because you said something about thin crust. Yeah. Mate, I don't know what the fuck Papa John's is, but I'm sure as fuck they make, you know, some good pizzas. Sure do. You know? Nope. Yeah, now I triggered you, man. So you gotta suck my cock. And, uh, and that American caller, fuck you, you're on notice. I'm gonna call back another day. I'm, I'm exhausted, man. Oh, fuck this. Fuck. Oh, I fucked up. Oh, wait, how do you end the call on this fucking thing? There we go. All right. Yeah, a great, great ending to your fucking rant there, buddy. Real authoritative when you can't even figure out how to end a call. It's called the hang-up button. Or breathe. He was having some trouble with that later, too. He's having trouble with lots of things. You know what? I have a name for that. There's a word for that kind of fan. Fickle. All right? That's a fickle fan. Hmm. He changed his opinion on me. He, ch- he, he stopped becoming a fan because I dared announce my love for Thin Crust, Domino's Thin Crust Pizza. You know, and that guy, here's a name. I got a name for him, too. It's Dominozzi. How about that? Right on. Dominozzi. Yeah. That's the Dominozzi caller. You know, and Sorry, can, I, can yeah. I point out, for somebody who was so passionately against, like, thin crust, he had a fucking, like, moderate opinion, which I thought was weird. <laughs> like, when he was like, fucking thin crust, let me tell you. I'm like, okay, he's going to say he likes the thick crust. He's like, the middle area crust <laughs> that's kind of thin still. That's where it's, it's like, what? why are you so passionately against, like, something that's so slightly different? Yeah. Like, if you're going to be against it, go all the way, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, he's Australian. They're confused. Yeah, he said the Australian branch. Actually, I had to cut that voicemail down. It was like three fucking minutes long. But yeah. he, he also went on to say that the Australian branch is not run by the U.S. CEO. It's a different CEO, so he's not uh, into gay conversion therapy or whatever. Yeah, we're going down a rabbit hole. But anyway, um, fickle. Fickle caller, fickle fan. 
I think the best pizza out there is the thin crust from Papa John's. Get out of here, dude. <clears throat> Papa John's tastes like chemicals. Everything from Papa John's tastes like chemicals. It's like, I imagine that there's a syringe that goes into the process of making a Papa John pizza. Well, I worked at Papa John's, and I'll tell you for sure, there are no syringes involved. No syringes? Yeah. I used to uh, go into work every day. You know what I'm saying? We got half off. So I got, you know, I I get the thin crust. It only comes in a large size. So I had to buy myself a large pizza every shift. Large thin crust. Throw on the Robusto sauce that was meant for the deep dish, you know, like big chunky fucking sauce. Yeah. Throw on like all the promotional meats, fucking salami shit that was, you know, all the the three cheeses, all the different shit, fucking pile the shit on. Damn. And uh, that's some creative <laughs> embezzling right yeah, there. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, spoiler alert. I gained like 30 pounds working there. Well, yeah. it sounds like if you make a pizza that's not on the menu, it's pretty good. So good. Uh, good argument there, Rucka. Um, <laughs> speaking of Rucka. Yeah. Here's a caller. This guy's this guy has a suggestion. I think you might be on board with this. Rucka. Listen to this guy. Hey, Maras. I love your show. I discovered you on YouTube, but the point of my call is Rucka. After that, Rucka wrap up talking about the uh, the law and, and, and how it has to be restudied for the Internet. Man, that was on point. I was yeah. I was on board right away. Just for that, in my opinion, I think he should be promoted. Think oh, about shit. it. Wow. Oh, shit. That guy suggested a promotion. You know, it's been a long time. I don't think we've promoted Rucka for, for a few months. Yeah, man. It's he, fucked up, man. I come in. I, I work hard. He's been burning the midnight oil. He's been writing these yes. Rucka wrap-ups. Writing them. Uh, that's exactly what I've been doing. Well, he's been thinking about them. Yeah. Sometimes upwards of minutes before <laughs> before the episode wraps. So, it's it's been a while. Yeah. And I think it might be time for another Rucka promotion because currently... His title on the show is My Power Bottom Commanding Lieutenant Moderator. Oh, you should have just said, if Rucker can name his own current position, he gets a promotion. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. I should have. All right. But in spite of that, Rucka, yeah. my friend, I think it might be time for promotion. Aw, shit. Your new title is First Hand on Staff. Yeah. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> moderator too? Or that's just... a, you're a moderator. Yeah, yeah you're first, first hand, hand on staff, staff moderator. moderator. Mm-hmm. Yo, this reminds me of when... Uh, my boss at Papa John's raised my, um, he told me, hey, uh, you know, because currently I start off at like seven fifty an hour. He's like, yo, next next week you, you're, you're on uh, $7.95 an hour. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then I realized, no, they were just raising minimum wage in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to take credit for that. That's something I would do. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, congratulations, Rock, on your thanks. new promotion. Congrats, First man. hand on staff moderator. Yeah. Uh, here's another caller. Listen to this guy. Maddox. Kites are fucking stupid. Okay. I I was really surprised to hear that you like kites and that you keep like 15 or 20 in your car. Yeah. That is so fucking gay. <laughs> the only reason my brothers and I ever flew kites was to shoot them the fuck down because they're retarded. You fucking retarded. Kites are stupid. Uh, yeah, fucking Nazi. Yeah, you know what, shithead? Kites aren't stupid, and why the fuck would you buy them just to shoot them down, idiot? He puts them into the sky and yeah. shoots them down because they are retarded. Yeah. <laughs> that. Oh, that's why? Oh, that's thanks for saying yeah, yeah, the kites are retarded. The kites are... <laughs> he sees something retarded flying in the air and shoots it down. <laughs> the fact that it's retarded. Can you, can you imagine his... driving by the side of the road, in the, like a highway in the countryside, and you see... A couple of dipshits out there holding a shotgun and a kite. They're flying a kite with a shotgun. You would think they're the biggest morons you've ever seen in your life. That one's retarded. Get it, Billy. <laughs> I'm going to get you, you retarded kite. <laughs> yeah, I'm the idiot. 
for flying kites. Whereas you're sitting out there wielding a shotgun, moron. Probably in city limits, too. I mean, you have to plan a lot to, to do this. If you're going to shoot kites, you can't shoot them in city limits. You have to buy a kite, then you have to go out to the fucking valley somewhere. You know, in, the, in rural areas. Yeah. And so you can shoot these fucking kites out of the sky? It's a big deal. Yeah. Get a fucking hobby, dude. Yeah. Get, get one that's, uh, that, that doesn't involve shooting kites. Such a fun activity to do on dates. You take a girl kite flying on a date, dude, you're getting laid that night. Guarantee I don't know. It. I tried that one. She looked me dead in the eyes and said, this is retarded. We should be shooting this down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of um, that caller... That's right. That caller is a douchebag of the week. Moron. Uh, here's uh, Speaking of morons, here's another caller. This one's uh, all the way from Norway. Listen to this guy. Oh, shit. Hi, I'm calling from Norway. I uh, found your podcast by coincidence and uh, started listening for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, I was just curious to see what this guy looks like, Maddox, who's really funny um, on this podcast. And then... Looks like he literally wants to kill himself. And, I mean, if you look at his eyes, it looks like he just looks like he's dead inside. And um, this was the funny guy that I've been listening to for a few weeks, so left me confused. And uh, I was wondering if Maddox could uh, explain why he has such dead eyes and why he is dead inside. Heck. Yeah, I don't look dead inside and I don't have dead eyes. Fucking assholes. I have beautiful eyes. I'm looking at them now. They like match your dark beard perfectly. Th- thank you. That's that's a great compliment. You're welcome. I think those thank guys you. sounded genuinely concerned. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys hear the end of that question too? Listen to this. And why he is dead inside? Yeah. I, I I don't look dead inside. I don't have dead eyes. I am complimented. Lyle, I, people tell me all the time I have beautiful eyes. All the time. All the time. Yeah. They don't stop. <laughs> no, they I can't don't... I can't see where the pupil ends and the whatever begins. It's like one fucking circle. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. just the di- it's just fully dilated because you're so fucking alive and, and curious. <laughs> but um you know, hey, listen, Norwegian boy, like yeah. just cause your people are like fucking Hitler's favorite uh, <laughs> All, all superior fucking beautiful yeah. you know ethnicity doesn't mean you need to make fun of well let's just say the other end of that spectrum the uh the more beautiful the more well okay you know honestly armenians i've we've had our we've had our opinions about them yeah. but i do believe you guys are like evolved for survival that's you're right tough you're uh, you're unfeeling uh-huh. they survived the <laughs> genocide maybe yeah we did we did thank you lyle thank you for uh, acknowledging the genocide the that Armenian happened genocide. that's right uh, me and mikey Okay, the, the 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 two survivors in this room of genocide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what we. Right that's on. Our people. That's genocide. right. We are pounding. Woo! We just pounded it with Lyle right now in <laughs> studio. Lyle, you look like you could have some sort of uh, Gen- genocide. You look genocided. You genocide. I'm trying to classify you. Like, are are you uh, just a normal white guy, or is there a little I, bit of a funky? I'm fucking... Half Puerto Rican, yeah. half honky mixer. There so. we go. Hey, that's something. All right, but the Puerto Ricans have had it rough. They well, are they a state? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah, they, I, they I speak think they're Spanish. I think I don't they even... they're allowed to vote, but they don't pay taxes. That's so well, wait, is that true? I think so. If you well, not not me. I live here, but I yeah. I think if you're in Puerto Rico, I think you're allowed to vote and you don't pay taxes. So that sounds pretty slick. 
That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but your vote doesn't really count. They don't really count it towards congressional. It fucking stuff. doesn't anyway. Yeah, well, that's Who's true. Who's counting these? Yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. All right, we should move on, guys. But before we do, I should mention this. One of our super fans, Nikki, has sent us some incredible fan art. This is some of the best fan art I've ever seen. Really, really incredible job. I'm going to show this to everyone in studio, but it's all of us. There's Rucka, me, Mikey Boltz, and Donald Trump in studio. I'm going to pass this around. Look at this fan art. Look how amazing she did. Damn. Yeah, she did an amazing job. shit, dude. That right there is some real shit. And Mikey's wearing a shirt that says, not a fuckboy on it. Yeah. Although although that's in direct contrast to the- It's it's surreal art. Yeah, it's it's surreal. It's it's not not real, but I mean, damn. Like, not only does it- is it a good depiction, but like, you know, the t-shirts, like the personalities are, are shining. And through. she put so much attention to detail on there. I don't know if you guys noticed, but on the table, there is a box of Domino's pizza. There's uh, a little baggie of Skittles for Donald yeah. Trump. As, as, as a that's, cartoonist, that's Lyle, really solid. You, you must. Yeah. He, he, the, that the, unreal. Yeah. She's she so talented. Insanely good. An amazing job. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah. We're going to send you some bonus episodes thank you so much for your fan art keep those coming in guys you can post them to us on facebook or send them to us on twitter instagram tag us in them we'll post them on the website retweet those and but, uh nikki yeah. if you'd like to send that over here maybe we can like hang it up in the studio or oh something. yeah if you're not yeah if, if uh if you're not hanging on to the originals that'd be amazing we uh we can put it up here in madcast media studios anyway thank you nikki for the art that's uh that's amazing amazing we'll post this on the website but moving on, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines as always, but with me is my first hand on staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear your buzzer. There is Rucka's and Lyle as our guest this week. Let's hear your buzzer. And Mikey Bolts, let's hear yours. Mikey has also had a buzzer lately. We're going to have him. Bu- there it is. There's Mikey's buzzer. If you guys hear these buzzers at any point during the debate, that means these people disagree with something I said. Or they just want to chime in, or maybe I made a factual mistake, which has never happened on the show before. But moving on to the debate this week. Guys, this is from The Guardian. An official in charge of overhauling China's organ transplant program has said that the country may still be using organs from executed prisoners in some cases, even though there's technically zero tolerance for the practice. Human rights activists and medical ethics experts voiced strong objections to this at a Vatican summit recently. In 2005, China's deputy health minister acknowledged that as many as 90% of Chinese transplant surgeries used organs from executed prisoners. Due to international outcry, he pledged to end the program by 2015, but according to the South China Morning Post, doubts persist that China is meeting its pledge. China claims to have eliminated the use of prisoner organs and now only uses organs from donors who die in the intensive care units of hospitals. So that leads us to the debate this week. Should we harvest executed prisoner organs? Now is your chance to vote on the website, madcastmedia.com. Also, the voicemail number is on the website for those of you curious. But I'm, I really want to know, what do you think, Lyle? I'm going to give you first swing at this debate. Do you think that we should use executed prisoner organs for transplants? Okay, well, I mean, I think, first of all, when you die... You're not a person anymore. You're an inanimate object and you have no right to anything that's, you know, all up in there. Uh, That said, (laughs) I don't think we should be using prisoner organs because they're prisoners for a reason. What if some crazy Frankenstein shit happens and you get like a murderer's liver and then you become (laughs) a murderer? Have you ever thought of that? I think think we're playing God here. I think. (laughs) Actually, Lyle, I did think of that. I put down arguments on both sides of the debate, as always. And and that's my my goofy argument. I put down as like my fourth point. Haunted body parts. (laughs) (laughs) That's my main argument. That's what I'm going off of. (laughs) 
That's your wow. main argument. So, yes. You ever played Metal Gear Solid? That guy just had an arm. That's all it took was an arm. The Ocelot? Yes. Yeah, that's right. So on one hand, uh, soulless dead body is is worthless and has no rights. But on the other hand, the the person's actions and, and life are shaped by yeah, organs. Yeah, well, exactly. So, the I mean, the dead body has to be pure of heart before we, you know, harvest its uh. organs and stuff. So you gotta so, be sure about, about that, you know. Well, they serve their time, so their 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 organs have paid their their debt to society. Have they though? They just died out of prison. What if someone's serving like four right. consecutive yeah, life sentences? That, yeah. that doesn't right. necessarily keep them in mean... prison for a, a yeah. Keep yeah. the keep the keep heart the organs, in jail. Yeah. Cuff yeah. up those lungs. <laughs> give give the organs to a new prisoner. I guess that would work. Oh, and then but keep then, them alive as, as as long as they're terminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we need to keep the prisoners in prison longer. Okay. Here, listen, jackasses. Here's the problem with with this uh, goofy Looney Tunes argument you've thrown out already. Okay, with organ transplants, time is of the essence. You have sometimes up, you know, may, maybe at most twenty minutes to transplant an organ from while it's still fresh. Right? I what? I see your hand hovering <laughs> over the buzzer, Lyle. What do you What do you object to that? I, okay, nothing. I think you could do it a little slower. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what What's that based on? I think uh, I don't know. I, there, there's like guys that get impaled and stuff, and they like walk to the hospital. It, yeah, because they're not dead yet. But we're talking about someone who, okay, you got a prisoner in prison, and he's flatlining for whatever reason. Beep, beep, beep. Right, and the the prisoner just dies, and then you have minutes to transplant that organ. Now, if that prisoner was you, Lyle, and let's hope it's not, because I don't want you to be a prisoner whose organs are going to be harvested. But if he was, and uh, you're saying that the, that your body essentially becomes an inanimate object. Well, then it's up to the doctor's judgment, isn't it? Well, if I'm the prisoner, then I'm on the complete opposite side oh, okay. of this. I wanna <laughs> I wanna live on, yeah, free on the other side of the bars to kill again. But you, but you, but you said that if if a, a body is an inanimate object and you can do whatever you want to it, so basically you're saying as soon as you die, someone could come inside you. They could do whatever they want. They could just jizz all over your face. What am I gonna do? Stop them? Well. That's true. Okay, but here's the thing. How many times have you had a close call where someone flatlines and then they resuscitate them? So as soon as your body dies, what if it's some doctor's jacking off all over your face and then you come too? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yeah, he comes too and then you come too. Do you want that to happen, Lyle? Do you want a doctor's yeah, jizz I came, so clearly I kind of wanted it, right? Were you paying for the jizz on your face or were you paying for health care? I mean... An added benefit. I'm not going to turn it. You said I came. You came too. I came too. And he came too. At, at that point, <laughs> I think I'd be okay with it. If I came. I, no, you didn't come. He came. You said that I came after he came. No, you came too. And then he came. I probably also. wouldn't be happy about it. Like in, in like the maybe like 20 seconds or so between, you know, when he came and when I came. And also in that 20 seconds, my organs all died. But, um, <laughs> you know, if, if I can still come, then. Am I truly dead? Lyle, What's the meaning no, of nobody, life other than to come? Nobody's making you ejaculate, dude. The, the doctor is ejaculating. So the this point is a is- phantom jizz? Is that what you're saying? It's bringing you back that's, to life. That's it's my soul coming out through my ween? <laughs> mm-hmm. No one is jacking you off, man. I'm just saying, the point is that as soon as your body is allegedly dead, right, they can determine... They have to have someone there make a judgment call on whether or not your body's truly dead. And what if that doctor's wrong? Basically, you come to, or you had a chance to come to, and they they made a judgment call too soon, and they're it's like, too late. Sorry, we already took your organs. 
Sorry, prisoner, Lyle. You, you realize you're arguing for harvesting organs, right? No, I'm saying against. I thought no, oh, I'm against because. Oh right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna okay. Just pretend I didn't say any of that shit because that's a fucking Some bulletproof fucking argument. Rabbit season, duck season, shit going on here. My my. <laughs> well, Maddox, now tell us why that argument is wrong. Okay, that <laughs> argument is wrong. Because they were going to die anyway, oh. all right? They are going to die anyway. Okay. These prisoners are dead. Their organs aren't being used for anyone. And by the way, you're in prison. You don't get thrown into prison for a life term lightly, right? It's because you probably did something heinous. You probably killed someone. You probably killed multiple people. Or you, you committed enough crime to seriously be a detriment to society. So how about paying some reparations with your liver? Right? How about that, Lyle? Why shouldn't why shouldn't these criminals pay some reparations? You think that's going to be a high quality liver? And you, my- you how you you're spending a life term in prison for multiple murders. You think a, a guard's not going to feed you a few turds every now and again just for shits and grins? Well, you me- think he's not going to force feed you a shit? You think that's not going to happen? <laughs> You think that you're like there's let, picture this mother of three. You've you've got a failing kidney and you need one and then. You get one, and you see your children again, and then they go, oh, whoops, this one has a bunch of E. coli in it because the guards were feeding prisoners shits, mm-hmm. and now now you have to go through the whole I'm dying speech with your kids again. Lyle, <laughs> let's say there's a there's a guard. His name is Lance. Okay, the month- Bruce. Okay. Lance. Okay, Bruce is walking through the prison, and, and he's getting ready, you know, he's getting his keys, he's getting his flashlight. He's putting on his guard, you know, his guard belt and all, all the, his pepper spray. Uh, you know, his coworker... It's called Bob. He says, hey, hey, Bruce, don't forget your baggie of turds <laughs> that you're going to feed to the prisoners. Oh, oh, thanks, Bob. I almost forgot. My most important tool as a prison guard is my little baggie of turds that I force feed the prisoners. Is that a likely scenario, Lyle? Is that what Absolute, you Do you not know how prison works? <laughs> no, I know no, exactly how prison like, works. Most like that. don't even go to prison gay. It just, you know, happens. Shit gets weird in prison, man. Well, shit gets weird, but no one's force-feeding you nuggets of turds. I didn't I didn't think of it. all people. I didn't think you'd have this naive of a worldview, but all right. <laughs> I don't think they're force-feeding prisoners little, little poops. And by the way, Lyle, look... You might have a prisoner in in jail who is a, a white-collar serial killer, like Robert Durst. That guy is a multimillionaire, if not a billionaire. Robert Durst, remember? Father of Fred Durst, yeah. 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 And, so, <laughs> and so Robert Robert Durst lived his life pampered, eating the best food, tuna tartare, steaks, medium rare, cooked to perfection, Domino's. This guy was eating the best foods. Yeah, eating Domino's. Confirm that. What was his uh, crime? He is alleged. He's alleged to have killed one of his ex-wives, and he killed his neighbor and confessed to it. So he's uh, not alleged. He's he went to prison. He's convicted. Well, he's he's uh, no. I think they're still oh. trying him. Yeah, he had a documentary on like HBO or something. Yeah, right? the Jinx is is yeah. what it's called. I think uh, Jinx. he was arrested after the HBO documentary. That's right. So he, he's innocent. It's just the fucking TV, fucking the media. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that, it, at the end. Free he Durst. basically confessed. Hashtag. No, we're not. <laughs> anyway, um, let him free. So he fucking went to prison, or he's going to prison. Yeah. At which point he becomes one of the prisoners that you're right. talking about. Right. At which point he is a killer. At which point he does have that killer liver. And at which point he's in the same category as all the other prisoners, no matter what he ate growing up. Yeah, and he's keeping it healthy. If that, if he, if you're arguing that, oh, he's going to have the healthy liver. Yeah, he's a killer. 
That yeah. liver is going to keep someone else who is going to also go on to be a killer. It's going to keep them alive. <laughs> Lyle, you know, you know that that's like a movie plot, right? What you're suggesting is the, the haunted liver. Yeah, most things that end up happening are movie plots at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good point. Yeah. But like, we're you ta- think we're not going to get to fucking brain transplants eventually? What, what happens when someone needs a brain Okay, well, you don't want a serial killer's brain. That's the one thing you don't want is their brain. But here's the thing, man. Your argument was that their liver's not that good anyway, but I'm saying you could have some white-collar, top-shelf liver from a serial killer who, who like Robert Durst, who's just been killing his neighbors and his ex-wives, and he's been getting away with it because he's a rich megalomaniac who's charming enough to pull it off. But he finally got caught, he finally got bit, and then he's in prison. He's in there for life. Why not end that life and just take out that organ, take out that liver, put it in someone who's going to do something with it, who's going to go on a child who needs that liver, right? Who's going to go on to become a professor mm-hmm. at NASA. What? A professor Rug- at NASA. A, well, yeah. and not a murderer. At JPL. And not a murderer, like, like no. You, okay. Yeah. The, mur- the liver doesn't murder. Do you think murder. that livers can change, Maddox? <laughs> do you think <laughs> Do you think there's hope for them? I think livers are fine. I think livers... Livers are um, ethically ambivalent. That's you, what I think. you said a little bit ago, they're going to die anyway, these, yeah. these prisoners. Right. So might as well take their liver because right. they were going to die anyway. Right. A.K.A. the reason to let prisoners out of prison in the first place because their victims would have died anyway. Well, some countries actually do that. I think in Venezuela, if they find that the prisoner is like 86, 90, you know, 90 years old and they're in there for life or they have another 10, 10 15, 20 years to live... If they're old enough, they just say, ah, fuck it, get out of here, for two reasons. First of all, um, they're not going to be that much of a risk to society as, as uh, in, that sh- in that stage. And also because it, it saves the prison's money to get rid of some of these old guys. So if these guys, rather than letting them out, because again, they should still pay some reparations, right? Even, the, even though um, they served 40, 50, 60 years in prison, why not just put them under, you know, while they're sleeping, you walk into their cell... You know, with the try not to jingle that baggie of turds too loud, and you put a pillow over their heads just quietly, and then uh, you know as they struggle, just shh, 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 just they pass out. You kill them, and then you take their organs. So now we have incentive to get healthy people into prison so we can steal their organs. Fuck, that is one of the arguments I had. <laughs> <laughs> I did have that down. Um, okay, look, man, uh, some might be on death row. If you're on death row, you're just waiting to die. You're telling me that... I mean, I'm waiting to die right now, but I want to keep my lungs. Okay. Well, so do prisoners, but you don't get that choice because you fucked up. I didn't fuck up. No, I'm not as in a jail prison. yet. They haven't caught me yet, Maddox. <laughs> they haven't caught you yet, Lyle. But prisoners have been caught, and they're the ones who are on death row. If, some, if a prisoner's on death row, why not take their organs? Why not put it in someone who will do something I with agree. that? I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, why not? Why not? Because I don't... I, I never understood that. I've never. Understood. I mean, were we talking about once they're dead or just while they're alive? Let's just take their liver. No, he's asking why not just kill them because oh, they're going to be them. in there the rest of their life, taxpayer money. So going now it becomes about yeah. capital punishment, essentially. <laughs> it's yeah. like well, if you're serving life, why not just execute them? Well, these are people who are on death row. We're talking specifically about those people. Oh, so what? What's to stop like a high class white collar criminal like uh, like Fred Durst, uh, front man of Limp Bizkit, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, from <laughs> getting thrown into jail, and then when he's in jail. He has his lackeys go and infect individual organs of hosts that he'd want to inhabit. Then he offs himself in prison 
and has his organs escape individually mm. into all these people. He's out, and now he's five people. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so what you're saying is essentially, um, you could as a prisoner sabotage yourself, right? Right, right. and and then and then escape. Like, like, have you ever seen that Will Smith movie where he kills himself with a jellyfish at the end? He gets in a bathtub with a jellyfish, and then his his organs are everywhere, and it's like, oh, everyone's Will Smith oh, that now. Sounds like a great movie, but which one? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> you sure, you think you're the right guy? I was I was reminded of Child's Play two, which, if I recall, he died at he was killed at the end of the first Child's Play, and then his the plastic of his doll body was like melted down at the factory and ended up you know, dispersed into the materials they would use to make a new Chucky doll, and then the new Chucky doll contained his soul. So okay. that that could happen with harvesting organs, obviously. Okay. Do we understand again like the difference between fiction and how reality? many times have sci fi movies become reality every time? It it's like, it all happens yeah. eventually. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean Okay. Yeah. You guys are such bozos. Does life <laughs> imitate art or does art imitate life, Maddox? Exactly. Um, okay. Either answer in this case kind of leads to the same result, which is that prisoner organs can control their host. <laughs> I love that you are doubling down on this Looney Tunes <laughs> argument. <laughs> I'm just here to uh, embellish on what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm adding clarity. And, well, re- and yeah, let me ask you this before before we did this debate on the show. I pitched this idea. I pitched this debate to multiple people, some friends, and as soon as I said, "Should we?" harvest prisoner organs everybody kind of tensed up ethicists have a huge problem with this why though why does everyone have a problem with this outside of the haunted organ theory (laughs) um why do people have a problem with this because when you hear this you think immediately your gut reaction is oh i don't know about that rucka what did you think when you heard of this debate um i mean it's coming out of china so i don't i don't i'm not sure they deserve to be in prison in the first place so there's that um, well, I do have that. I do have that as one of my arguments here. Uh, yeah. The type of prisoners that China is imprisoning here. Um, this is from the diplomat. Given that death row executions can hardly explain the growth trajectories of China's transplant industry, researchers have suggested darker alternatives. Several have suggested, for instance, that among the real sources are prisoners of conscience. This includes Ugyar Muslims, Tibetans, and Falun Gong practitioners. So these could be prisoners that are rounding up who are enemies of the state, who have different views, who have different beliefs, uh, prisoners who've spoken out against the government, the administration, which, by the way, may not be too far from the future of America because uh, the Trump administration is trying to get Twitter to hand over the name of a critic. Watch it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Donald Trump. But as a prisoner, do you think that you should have any rights over your own organs on, on the uh, the fate of them? I, I never claim to come at this from an epic. <laughs> An efficacy standpoint, I um no, I just think it. I I just think it's arrogant to think that uh you know the body parts won't control. <laughs> no, so you're really done. you're tripling down on that argument. Ab- maybe- absolutely no. I mean, at, at the same time though, it does it does give you you know in reality world it does give them more of an objective to try to throw people in jail if we need more organs. Well, if, if you want to get conspiratorial with yeah. it, which you should because everything's a conspiracy now. True. Um, they, you know, they would be seeking out, you know, people that are, you know, to to them undesirable or like, you know, in, in a certain. You got the oh, they're gonna get poor people. They're gonna round them up. They're gonna put them in prison so they can steal their organs for the rich. 
The Bilderbergs, they're coming with the black helicopters. They were circling my dad's house. They called me on the phone. They said, we're going to cut off your head and we're going to kill you. You won't get me, globalists. Well, that's a that's a great Alex Jones. I just did an Alex Jones impression a couple episodes ago. Um, So look, man, the world is overpopulated. We have uh, too many people running around, too many too many homeless people, too many people who are living off the system, who are mm. draining the system, who are resource hogs. Exactly, and they've never killed anybody, so take their organs. That's what I'm saying. Now you're arguing, Mike. No, I'm just saying eliminate the jail from that equation. You got a you got a faster point A to point B. Right. Lyle, my friend, listen. <laughs> the jail is just a bureaucracy. Story. It's, it's a middleman. <laughs> yeah, but you need that. It's like the people who go to stores and they buy the grass fed free-range, cage-free eggs, right? You know, whatever the bullshit narrative. They're just buying a story on the package so they feel good about themselves. So that's what jail is to these people. It's You're telling, comfort. Yeah, it's comfort. It's like, hey, don't worry. We're putting these guys in prison before we harvest their organs. They're bad guys, yeah. all right? So you make it illegal to be homeless. You make it illegal to be a douchebag. Not a Lyle McDouchebag, of course, but just a regular one. And then you 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 imprison them just for a day or two. The prison is basically like the waiting room for uh, the hospital. In, in fact, you could build hospitals right next to prisons, and then you just have a, a little assembly line of prisoners <laughs> right through. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying that's a whole two days for a guard to, you know, slip him a shit. <laughs> I mean, we have all these people who are going to die, who are on death row anyway. They, they've done their time, or they haven't. We're just waiting. We're just sitting there spending money on them. Why not put them to use? You know, if these, if all these, uh, someone came along, some enterprising engineer one time, and they saw these parking lots, these park, these huge empty parking lots, and they thought, well, this is just big empty space that no one's using. So someone came along and built had a the, prison on it. <laughs> you know, I wish, but they they came along and they had this brilliant idea of putting solar panels that serve as two purposes. Uh, so they're lifted off the ground, and the solar panels serve as shade that you can park your car, car under. And then the solar panels are generating electricity that they can use for lights at night or the stores to, you know, whatever. That's basically they're using the space that's already being occupied by a parking lot and then getting something out of it. That's what I'm saying prisoners are. They're just vessels for organs that we could put into deserving people. Okay, so prisoners are solar panels. Yes. People that have murdered other people, they're solar panels. They're just helpful. They're just helping. Well, you know what? They're meat bags that have that are scumbags. They're scumbag meat bags, and we should just take their organs. But you were saying that earlier you should be rounding up uh you should be rounding up homeless people and mm. people on welfare. Well, you know, like that. you know, the look, the, the more heinous the crime, the more likely. Look, you know, so what? The, the more heinous the crime, the more of their organs, the more of their organs. Take. Exactly. Lyle, <laughs> hey, thank you. You're on my on my side. Finally, are you saying to, that when they die, you take their organs against their will before they died? Or are you saying that you kill them to get the organs? Well, it depends on the crime. So the worse the crime in your scenario or in the in the real thing like in the in the, uh, that's what I in my scenario. OK, that's what I'm saying. We Got should it. we should do. Okay. Right. So homelessness is not a very major crime. So here's what you take from a homeless person. Their hair. OK, you take their hair and maybe their fingernails, you, your, their fingernail clippings, like whatever you what, you know, just like a little spare parts. That's fingernail sort of transplants. We're, we're doing those now. Yeah, a little bit. You know what? <laughs> maybe maybe you take their stem cells, you know, um, uh, sperm, eggs, that sort of thing. You can take those from prisoners. Not a big deal. Or from, from homeless prisoners. But then, then let's say you, you've committed grand... So, so you want to you now surrogate 
homeless people. Hey, look, I'm not saying I want that bum coming. You know they're me. you know that they're uh, prone to schizophrenia, right? You'd be you'd be cloning <laughs> schizophrenics. <laughs> look, Lyle, schizophrenics. <laughs> this- <laughs> Hey, you got any friends? No, but I have schizofriends. Schizofriends, assemble! <laughs> that guy's a freak. <laughs> and it's just him. He thinks he has all these friends, but uh, he really he just has schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, um, you have, you have, so then you have like your next step up. You have a, your, your murderers or you have people who commit grand larceny. Maybe you take a toe, take a finger, that sort of thing, right? And all the way up to the people who are actual serial killers and people who have done heinous crimes against humanity, your pedophiles, that sort of thing. Then you start to look at their organs and you size them up and you say, look, this guy's a pedo, but I'm going to take his liver. I'm going to take his lungs. I'm going to take whatever it is. Because if they're on death row, you're just wasting time and wasting money keeping these meat bags alive for what? What purpose? I don't know, shits and grins, feed them poops. Yeah. You're not <laughs> feeding them poops, Lyle. You're, you're skipping Look. over the debate about uh, harvesting organs, and you're just straight up going to capital punishment. You're just like, yeah, if someone's a bad criminal and uh, they've got healthy liver, let's just execute them. Yeah. So it's not even about harvesting organs. It's just about putting to death criminals, just killing them. Well, if they're on, if they're in for capital punishment, yeah, why not? Oh, okay. So they're already on. They're death already row. on death row, and yeah. we just skip over that waiting period. Yeah, we skip we over just, the waiting. Yeah, just kill them immediately. Yeah, fuck it. Why All not? Right. Okay, but hear me out. What if somebody really wants justification to murder somebody, right? That they don't like, and they're just like, "I'll be saving lives if I get put on death row." So you got the murderer with the heart of gold. Then he goes in. He just he's just got a blank check to kill. Or what if someone kills someone, panics and goes, "Oh no! Now they're gonna want my organs. I better now break into the hospital and kill everyone with my blood type so that they don't need my organs anymore." Shit. Well, you know that is that is an argument uh, that I wrote down, (laughs) and I was hoping you wouldn't bring up. (laughs) Ah, damn it! You know, uh, you know, Lyle. Look, I gotta be honest. Uh, Normally. If my guests don't bring up all the counter arguments that I had in mind, then I call them out on it and I bring it up after the debate. But you did a pretty good job debating that side, even though you start out with that Looney Tunes uh, haunted haunted organ debate, which I, I, you know, part of me believes that that is a legitimate concern for you. Look, they fucking grew a guy's ear in his arm and then cut the ear out of his arm and put the ear on his head. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm not writing off anything at this point. I mean, look, um... One, here's one argument you didn't bring up, which would be a slam dunk, and I'm going to deduct some points just because you didn't. Nazis, all right? When they when they imprisoned uh, the Jews, they would do experiments on them. They would do medical experiments that were unethical. Things that people have wanted to try for years, but they did it on the on their uh, uh, the Jewish prisoners because they viewed them as less than human. So they were able to find out all sorts of terrible things, which, by the way, is a whole different can of worms on whether or not it's ethical to use uh, Nazi research. Like, for example, they found the best way to recover someone from extreme hypothermia is in warm water uh, gradually, and they found that out by doing all sorts of heinous tests on Jewish prisoners. So, the ethics of... I, I think that's an argument for your side, though, isn't it? What's that? That they could use prisoners and whatnot to experiment, if that's... I was never arguing this from an ethical standpoint. <laughs> yeah, I, well, but it's 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 actually an argument for your uh, on your behalf because the Nazis were unjustly imprisoning uh, Jewish captors. Excuse me, they're they're Jewish prisoners. So the Nazis essentially find ourselves in a in a position where we are fascist and we are pr- imprisoning people we just disagree with or we demonize as a society 
which, you know, is it could happen. I mean, I went there, but I didn't bring up the Nazi thing because, uh, you know, they cured some stuff that we didn't know how to cure before. And like, that's that's like a, a very one of the very few things that the Nazis got a little bit right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well, <laughs> I don't think that anyone saw that coming and uh, you might not see this coming either, but today's oh, episode sure. is brought to you by your own bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or MadCastMedia.com. Guys, thank you so much for supporting the show by checking out the bonus episode. Uh, people have loved these so far. I have a voicemail, though, I wanted to play. This guy called in with some thoughts on the marketing for these bonus episodes. Listen to this guy. Maddox. The people that buy your bonus episode are really looking to support you as a content creator. Instead of talking about all these features that Madbucks gives you, why don't you talk a little bit more about how much more money you make on Madbucks instead of people buying your podcast on iTunes? If Good point. iTunes can get the money or Maddox can get the money, then your supporters would much rather you get the money instead. So, if you tell people about it, then maybe they'll be more likely to use Madbucks instead of iTunes. Hey, not a bad idea. I like that caller. And maybe he has some Madbucks coming his way. By the way, guys, if I ever mentioned on the show that you have earned some Madbucks, if you earn any bonus episodes, just send me a message. There's a one-click login to see your account number. Just send me that and we'll take care of it. But, uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And he makes a good point. Actually, through our own system that we built, we make more money than through iTunes. iTunes takes, I think, something like 30% of every sale, and then there is a listing fee, and then uh, it you know, it takes uh, several months for that to, to finally come through. But through our system, since we're selling it direct, we can sell it to you guys at a discount and still make more money than iTunes. So if you guys want to support the show, uh, buy it directly from us, but it still helps us out if you check it out on iTunes or Amazon. Lyle, we got to have you on one of these bonus episodes. It's yeah. called Maddox vs. the Universe. Right on. And it's me against everyone shitting on me all the time. Okay. The entire universe of people shitting on me. He can bring his poop bags. Yeah. 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 Good luck getting them in this steel trap. By yeah. the way, episode two coming soon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you, if you you know, I I let you handle kind of the business side of things. I'm more of the uh, hand, what, what, what's my position again? You are the first hand on staff moderator. First hand on yeah. staff moderator. But mm-hmm. I mean, just, to, just to let people know, if you subscribed, right? You know, to like a year's worth of bonus, you will get twelve episodes. Yes, absolutely. Even if they they, yeah. they haven't been released month by month at this point in time, because Maddox is you're super busy with your book and a bunch of other things. I'm yeah, watching good. The fourth movie in the installments. Series. Yeah, very yeah, important. Yeah. I'm stuff, watching like, the fourth, like, like watching part four of every uh, franchise. <laughs> yeah, um, Planet Planet of the Vampires. I saw that too it's on Comet very, the other night. Yeah. Listen, uh, it, the, the, yeah, that's the truth. There's yeah. uh, there's so much going on right now with the book and mm. the video game I worked on is coming out. Yeah. Next week, guys, April 12th is the game that I worked on. It's uh, coming out on PlayStation 4, and it's a virtual reality arena-based shooter. And it's an amazing game called Starblood Arena. But also, I want to mention this. I've been I've been teasing this book announcement for over two years now. And I'm finally ready to send out that email. If you haven't signed up for my mailing list, this is no joke. It's coming out this week. I'm going to send you the title and cover of my new book, Nobody has seen this yet. It's the cover of my third book, which, by the way, is my best writing. This is by far the best thing I've ever made, the best thing I've ever done. And I'm usually hard on myself, but I'm even me. I'm, I've even yeah. impressed myself. The, the Maddox I know never brags about anything. No, yeah. not, the, not to this humble. level. Very humble. You know, it's really hard to outdo Maddox. True. Right? It's, it's hard to outdo myself, and I have outdone myself. 
I, I took, I, I, sur- I scoured the internet for the best writer, and I found him. It's me. And then I outdid me. Yeah. That, mm. that is an incredible feat. Guys, thank you for supporting the show <laughs> with the bonus yeah. episodes. But really, sign up for the mailing list. And also, guys, I should mention that I am going through this mailing list. Tens of thousands of entries and weeding them out. You're not on my mailing list. Being on my mailing list is a privilege. And I may be starting something new with it called the Maddox Militia. Coming soon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. And we're not going to be shooting kites, shitheads. like Coney 2012 over here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, except... Uh, except not dead since 2006. <laughs> anyway, uh, we should move on. Lyle, any final thoughts you want to add on uh, on the debate? I, I didn't even have any initial thoughts. Just, <laughs> I was going off nothing there. Well, if that's the case, then we should have... A Rucka wrap-up. Oh, that's, a, that's the other side Rucka, of the debate. That's the other yeah, side. Yeah, the other that's the other side of the debate. I just... Hey. I'm just looking for an excuse to play that drop. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, there was an episode of Ally McBeal once. Yeah. The yes. uh, great lawyer drama nice. where um, somebody was given a life sentence and then he was pronounced dead in the hospital and he said, hey, I died. Let me out. Right. Let me out. I, I did my time. I served life in prison. I died. I was pronounced dead. Came back yeah. to life. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's, that, there's an interesting question for you. Anyway, what's my point here? Here's my ultimate point about this whole topic, you know, because it is a legal thing, and I tend to say, you know what, let the legal scholars handle this. I'd like to live in a world where everyone kind of just kind of agrees to give up their organs after death. You know, what the fuck do you need them for? You're dead. Uh, Legally speaking, they are the property. They're the posthumous property of the person, according to their last will and testament. Uh, If they don't have one, they're the property of that person's family. Um, if they're in prison, should they belong to the state? I don't know. That's, again, a question for the smarter people than me to figure out. But I will say this. If you're somebody who has access to these organs, whether through uh, a last will or whether you, whatever you're the family member, whatever the fuck, and you could give these organs to somebody that needs them, to somebody to extend their life, but, you know, for religious reasons or just because that's the way dad would have wanted it, you decide to throw those organs into a fucking coffin to be devoured by fucking snails and like <laughs> fuck you dude like literally fuck you man like what the fuck man like you're you're the fucking you're the one who should honestly have their liver taken away because you're you're, you're just a fucking you're a fucking a detriment to society by by depriving organs of people oh you're, de- you're so you're a detriment by depriving anything more you want to add to that i guess i'll up? just point out that if if organ like you know hitler and the Nazis believed that people are driven by their blood and their genes. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that's true. I don't. I don't think uh, a killer was driven to murder by his liver, but or by his organs. Wow, so turning I, on me this late in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Take I, that, Lyle. Yeah, take that. <laughs> never, never trust me, dude. That's right. Yeah. It's a rucker wrap up. <laughs> and, so, and if and if uh, if <laughs> the organs are what cause people to kill, then those prisoners are unjustly imprisoned in the first place. They never had the free will to kill. It was their liver all along. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job, Rucka. But we should move Beautiful. on to some headlines. Yep. Guys, I don't know if you heard about this, but Warner Brothers might have to pay $900 million if it can't prove ghosts are real. <laughs> this is from Business Insider, and this is a real... I thought this was one of those clickbaity headlines, thinking, oh, okay, this, let's see when, this when silly this bullshit. When was published? Just, just came out. It Two just came out ago. this like, month. Like seven days ago? Yeah. 
Business Insider. Yeah, did you hear about on, this on April first, two thousand? No, no. There's a okay. real. There's a real lawsuit. I, I thought that too. Here's here's the here's the suit. Right, the studio and filmmakers behind the Conjuring franchise are being sued by an author seeking nine hundred million dollars. Author Gerald Brittle wrote a book in 1980 called The Demonologist about Ed and Lorraine Warren, the paranormal investigators whose case files are dramatized in the Conjuring movies. Brittle claims that he had an exclusive right to those case files. So that's what happened. Brittle signed an agreement with them in 1978, but in 1997, Warner Brothers signed an agreement with the Warrens for the rights to make movies based on their case files. Warner Brothers claims that the movies are based on historical facts which makes them fair use. But The Conjuring is marketed as being based on the true case files of the Warrens. So Brittle is arguing that in order for Warner Brothers to win their case, they have to prove ghosts and spirits are real. This is a real lawsuit. And it's interesting to see how this will play out because he may actually have a pretty strong case. Warner Brothers is arguing that these are historical facts and he's saying, well, no, it was a hoax and you guys are just using this property without the rights to it. Oh, if yeah. Warner Brothers uh, will treat this podcast as a resume, I'm very adequate at arguing bullshit. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to contact me. Uh, How much was it? $900 million, which, okay. by the way, is a little bit more than the movies grossed. The movies grossed about $860 million, so this guy's asking for a little bit more than what they grossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I love seeing these huge blockbuster lawsuits. There was another one. We talked about The Matrix a couple episodes ago, hmm. but there was a woman who claimed that the idea of The Matrix was stolen from her. Uh, her name is uh, Sophie or Sophia, and I spoke to her a long time ago because she she brought the, uh, I think it was Warner Brothers. She brought Warner Brothers to court and said that her manuscript that she originally submitted to the Wachowski brothers was stolen. And I think it was called The Third Eye, her, her, uh, her version of it. And it seemed pretty similar to The Matrix. And I spoke to this woman on the phone because it was uh, she lived in Utah. And I called her up and I said, hey, what's going on here? Cause, and this is what was the most shocking thing to me. Writers oftentimes put themselves into their works. So if you read a book, especially a, a fictional narrative... You will find that the writer identifies with a certain character in that book, and they will write part of themselves into that book. Well, this woman was the Oracle from The Matrix. She spoke like the Oracle. She sounded like the Oracle. Her philosophy sounded like the Oracle. Even her cadence, everything like her was like the Oracle. Uh, and then what happened eventually is that she didn't show up in court, I guess, because the, the lawsuit wasn't dismissed. They were trying to dismiss this lawsuit, and then she just didn't show up, and I guess uh, nothing ever came of it. So who knows? But uh, apparently it was dismissed and that never uh, came to fruition. But it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, here's another headline, guys. A girl was found living with monkeys in an Indian forest. Did you guys hear about this? No. This is real. It's from Boston Globe. Lucknow, India. She a little girl? Yeah. Okay. She was like uh, 9, 10 years old. Indian police are reviewing reports of missing children to try to identify a girl who was found living in a forest with a group of monkeys. Mm. Poor girl. Were the monkeys like feeding her and stuff like Jungle Book shit or <laughs> yeah. did she somehow manage to survive? Yeah, barely. She was emaciated when they found her because monkeys are fucking idiots. I don't know about that, but what? Did monkeys? You see, did you not see 1999's uh, Tarzan? Did you not see the, the wonderful tree houses built for Tarzan or by probably by Tarzan for due to the love that the apes showed him his entire <laughs> life? Did you not see? I'm guessing you didn't. I think Tarzan 3 is on Netflix, though. Maybe you did. Maybe Mikey. you saw that one. I don't know about the tree houses in that one. No, I didn't see Tarzan 3, but I would watch it in reverse sequence if I did. Look, right. Mike, Mikey, here's the thing. Saying. Here's the thing about Tarzan. Don't, 
It's fiction. Mm-hmm. All right. Monkeys are idiots. It's um, you. It, you know what? Here's the. We're talking about a real life Tarzan scenario mm-hmm. where monkeys raised a child, and here's what happened to her. The girl, believed to be 12 years old, was unable to speak, <laughs> was wearing no clothes, and was emaciated when she was discovered in January and taken to a hospital in Baraich, a town in Uttar Pradesh state, northern India. She behaved like an animal. Running on her arms and legs and eating food off the floor. That's what happens when you have a real life Tarzan, Mikey. So I'm guessing well, Tarzan he ran around like re- an animal too. Tarzan? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but in the movie, he's all like hot and buff. That movie, it never said the little girl wasn't buff. She, I saw her. I looked up the She's video not. of her, which I'll, I'll link to on the website if you guys want to see this girl. But she, they, they sit her down on a table in this hospital, and p- people are gathered around, and they're trying to humanize her, right? They're, they put this plate of food next to her, and they hand her some bread, and she acts like a monkey would. She takes the bread, and she kind of like looks at it and doesn't know what to do with it, and like sets it down. And then this, uh, this nurse grabs a little handful of rice and tries to feed it to her, and she scrunches her face like, what the fuck is this? It's called food, bitch. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. monkeys, monkeys don't know that shit. Monkeys don't know what food is. Monkeys don't know anything. Monkeys eat and throw their own poop. Well, yeah. they raised this little girl, all right? Yeah, poorly. Well, they still did. Wonder, right? the, the guy who, who who believes his neighbor in Utah created the Matrix doesn't think that a few chimpanzees <laughs> could play catch with a little kid. <laughs> well, after treatment, this article says she begun walking normally and eating with her hands. Some woodcutters spotted the girl roaming with monkeys. She was rescued later by a police officer in the forest range. When he called the girl, the monkeys attacked him, but he was <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. And he was able to rescue the girl. He sped away with her in his police car while the monkeys gave chase, the officer said. Oh, great. They took away their baby. How, how long was she a monkey? Well, they don't know when she was lost, but it must have been before she learned language because she doesn't speak anything and she crawls around on all fours. She didn't even know how to walk. Right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Mm. Raised by monkeys. Yeah, literally raised by monkeys. Yeah, raised poorly. She was she was emaciated and her her knuckles are kind of like um a little bit deformed I think uh, I, I'm gonna post this video I want to uh, see what you guys she think had, I mean, she had a family she had a purpose now she's just another homeless Indian girl yeah well they're putting her in foster care <laughs> oh I'm sure it's just the finest five star establishment in in the in the capital of India yeah, someone's Rucka, probably writing a book about her they're probably treating her okay yeah. Rucka, you fucking yeah. ape. Would you? Would you? If you were, if you had a choice as a child, would you want to be raised by fucking monkeys in a forest or in a foster home in India? Yeah, I'd flip a coin, dude. <laughs> Have you been to India? No, but I want to go. Let's go. Fucking love curry. I mean, I love the food too, man. Let's let's get out there. Honestly, for for like ten cents, you and I can eat like fucking kings out I there. I would love to go yeah. to India. I would, dude. Eat, tech eat support out there. Anything yeah. you need to know? Oh my, they everything. Got you. Yeah. India's got everything. And babes. And he's full, babe. Oh, dude, you're you're fucking the finest prostitutes in in, in not, fucking not got pro- Bali. Fucking Ruka, I'm not bucks, paying dude. for it. I'm not paying for it. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, they'll start oscillating like they do and try to get some marriage out of you with they pussy holes. <laughs> <laughs> Lyle, very very well put. Is is yeah. is is your podcast available in India? Yeah, of course it's available yeah. in India. It's it's there's this thing again. I talked wow. about it at the top of the show. It's called the internet. That's, yes. Okay. Um, if you're listening in India. in India, fucking get away from the park ranger. All right. No. Tell the monkeys the park ranger is coming to fuck everything up. Go towards the park ranger. Here's the thing about India. All right. Like they have the park they have, ranger is the light at the end of the tunnel. It yeah. is. Go towards the park ranger. India Indians <laughs> Indians have great food. They they have a, a fun whimsical language and Bollywood movies are fun. 
I want to hear from our Indian audience. What do you guys think of this girl? You know, they are an emerging uh, country. They're emerging. They're they're online. I've gotten a few emails and shit. You know, India. <laughs> you know, India has like some of the ro- most robust software engineers in the world, right? Yeah. Some of the best. Anyway, guys, um, we should before we wrap things up. Donald Trump, you've been waiting so patiently for us. Thank you. Donald, you've had a very busy week. It's been hell, Maddox. What's I'm going? What you. the hell's going on, man? I haven't been in here. I haven't had any of your fruits. Those keep me sane. Yeah. Um, My caracaras. Your caracaras. You opened me up to those. I will admit they were very good, Maddox. Okay. They're good oranges. So, Trump, um, you've had some. You've had. You've had a busy week. You've had a lot going on. Oh boy. You've been busy on Twitter. I know oh, that. Yes. Every few minutes, you've been tweeting something. Oh, my phone is always charging Maddox. It's <laughs> it's drained. Let me tell you. Yeah, not from an the iPhone. things I'm doing. I'm guessing. Are you an iPhone or an Android guy, Trump? I'm an iPhone guy, Maddox. Get over it. Oh, you're okay? an iPhone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're just gonna have to get over it. Great right. song, Rucka. That was great. That was Thanks. a <laughs> that was okay. a great song. First, uh, yeah. Back on April first, I said uh-huh. on Twitter. Yeah. When will Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd <laughs> and NBC News? Start talking about the Obama surveillance scandal, okay? And stop with the fake Trump and Russia story. That's what I said. <laughs> Sleepy eyes, Chuck Todd. <laughs> Sleepy eyes. That was me putting it nicely. Now, Donald, Donald Trump, look, I understand that you don't like the media and you don't like reporters, but why do you have to insult hate, them? Hate the media. Thank yeah, you, Maddox. But you, it's not uh, presidential. Why do you have to insult them and call them Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd? <laughs> I didn't ask for this, Maddox, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what, what else you got? Here's another one. This one's a gem. Did Hillary Clinton ever apologize for receiving the answers to the debate? Just asking. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's a good point, Donald. Very relevant. She always we, knew everything. Yeah, we should we should expect an apology from a candidate that you defeated uh, during the election. That's uh, very relevant. I'm glad we're, we're um, you know, we're, we're focusing on the issues here. Uh, what else you got, Donald? Anything else? Hard. Yeah, I just want to let you know it's hard for me to let things go. Okay? I, apparently, yeah, you can't let things go. What happened in the news? Any big stories this uh, this week, Donald? Huge yeah. stories. What? Uh, Huge. Were there any countries that were bombed? I got a tweet right here for you. Yeah. The reason you don't generally hit runways is that they are easy and inexpensive to quickly fix. Fill in and top. Okay, so what you're referring to is that uh, we bombed Syria. We we launched uh, over 50 cruise missiles, right? Tomahawk cruise missiles towards Syria, towards an airbase, and missed the entire runway. It's a triangle-shaped airbase, and not a single strip of that runway was hit. And they were launching planes from that runway two hours later. Is that right, Donald? Runways are cheap and easy to fix, right? It's not a coincidence. Oh, is it? yeah, it's quite a coincidence, Donald. Um, so why wouldn't you also attack the construction company nearby to make sure that they can't fix that runway? You know, just like uh, one or two of those cruise missiles. Because their workers build my towers. Oh, go okay. <laughs> use Syrian construction. Okay, that checks out. Anything else, uh, Donald, before we wrap this up? I'm good, thank you. Donald, thank you very much. Donald Trump for joining us again this week. Lyle, before we we go, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? I'm, I'm just Lyle McDouchebag on everything. So if you search that, any manner of, of anything is, you know, either me or someone doing a really convincing impression of me but yeah so just everything and anything that's that's my handle lyle mcdouchebag we will link to your twitter and your youtube channel as well and you guys got to check out some of this some of these animations that he's done they're so funny lyle it's been an honor having you on the show thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me on thank you rucka rucka ali my first hand on staff first hand on staff moderator thank you mikey bolts thank you maddox but most of all 
You're welcome. Fuck John Wayne, dude. Clint Eastwood is where it's at. <laughs> Take Clint Eastwood and John Wayne at their prime and fucking have them fight it out. Guarantee Clint Eastwood beat the shit out of John Wayne. That's right. Dude lifted weights. I don't know, fucking John Wayne was just a pudgy motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck, dude, take Clint Eastwood now versus John Wayne. It'd still be a landslide. <laughs> well, to be fair, John Wayne is now a corpse. Yeah. So I think I think uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, you know what? That's that's uh, somebody's organs they should have harvested. Yeah, a little too late, but yeah, well, a little too late. Fat yeah, doughy organs. Yeah, a little I don't too know about um, that. Mm-hmm, a little fat too rich, doughy organs. Yeah, <laughs> all the gluten flowed. Yeah, filled with cholesterol, hardened arteries. Uh, look, but we did learn something about John Wayne this week, which was he was gay. He was closeted. He was closeted. He was uh, sucking off that dude's um, semen clogged liver. You want that <laughs> shoved into you? Well, here's uh, here's another caller. I think, uh, Rucka, you might have triggered this guy. Listen oh, to this. No. This one's a doozy. Rucka, you fucking retard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who, me? Parts of China aren't industrialized because the People's Republic of China forces them not to industrialize? Are you fucking shitting me? Okay, let me piss some wisdom on you, you fucking stupid cock. All right. <laughs> Listen up. Listening. The reason why those areas aren't industrialized is because they realize that shit does not fucking work. Back in, like, the early 1900s, after Mao took power and assumed control over China after the war against Chiang Kai-shek, where the People's Republic of China was established, that was when he ushered in the Great Leap Forward, which rapidly industrialized the nation. And as a result... China, you have to remember, was originally an agricultural-based country. Mm-hmm. It's oh, through yeah. Deng Xiaoping's policies that China today, his, its economy turn has this guy off. gotten to where it is right it's now. It's almost done. All right. Here's, here's so, the last statement. Rucka, you are a fucking retard. <laughs> oh Jesus God, fucking Christ. <laughs> All right, that's it. Do, do you think when somebody shouts that loud that maybe they're angry about other aspects of life, or is it all about me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.